Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. The One Hope Church Lenten reading of the book of Mark. This is James with you today. Honored, as always, for the chance to share a few thoughts on our text. Today's reading is Mark chapter 12, verses 35 to 44, and uh, it represents a little bit of a, of a um, maybe a, a give and take that Jesus has been offering, or it's kind of the culmination of a moment of compare and contrast, if you will. The reading here starts off um, near the end of what you might want to maybe could describe as kind of the beginning of uh, final exams for Jesus. He's entered into Jerusalem, Palm Sunday is behind him, and uh, now he's in the temple, he's going to the temple every day, and he's being tested, tested by the Pharisees, or the scribes of the law, as the text says here. And uh, this text today just follows on the on the footsteps of several other texts where there's um, multiple attempts by the scribes to kind of flummox Jesus or to trap him. And of course, in every every time they do so, he turns it right back on them. We have the the discussion about uh, uh, about the uh, resurrection and the, um, you know, if a woman married multiple men during her life, whose wife is she in heaven? And he kind of turned that back on him as you don't really understand anything about what being resurrected and being in the kingdom means. And he's also asked uh, about um, he's asked about who the greatest commandment is by a scribe, and Jesus answers, uh, of course, with the famous line that it's love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Love your neighbor as yourself is the second right behind it. And in this version of the story, um, uh, the scribe answers, um, yes, I agree that the greatest commandment is to love God. It's more important than all sacrifices and Jesus since basically commends him in this sense, and then no one after that dared to ask him any questions. And now at the beginning of today's reading, it's Jesus' turn. Now it's his turn to ask a few questions of his own. And he starts off with kind of an interesting doozy that, that seems to come out of left field. And he just throws up there and says, how is it that scribes say that the Christ is the son of David? Now the scribes, teachers of the law, they had taught that the Messiah would be born of the genealogical line of David. And they often referred to the expected Messiah as a son of David. <clears throat> Jesus quotes from a psalm of David where he says, The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies at your feet. Um, and it's, it's a little interesting because the wording there uh, is, is, is a little bit different in maybe translation. What, what it really means is the Lord God said to my Lord and Master, sit at my right hand. So what Jesus is really saying in this statement is, if David is the greatest king that lived, how can it be that he refers to his own son as Lord? In other words, the, the scribes have been expecting that the Messiah is just a son of David, the greatest king that ever lived, but a human son. A human, a human um, descendant. And Jesus is basically revealing the truth here that, no, the son of David that will be the Christ is actually the son of God. That is why the Lord 
um, the Lord God, basically, um, or, or how David refers to uh, his son as Lord in that sense. So it's the same title that um, is given right there at the beginning of Mark to Jesus, that he is the son of God. And the crowd that hears that is pleased. And then Jesus kind of turns on the scribes a little bit more and he begins to kind of point out the hypocrisy, you know, kind of the the two-faced version of the way they're living. It's not so much really what they're teaching uh, that Jesus really necessarily has a problem with. It's the way they're living. They're basically walking around, as it says, in their long robes, taking the best seats in the synagogue, making long-winded prayers. But when no one's looking, they take the houses of the widows away, and they lord themselves over the people. And, and instead of being their servants, they look at themselves as the betters. And Jesus then says, because of that inconsistency, they'll receive the greatest condemnation, presumably because they should know better. Um, so he's he's kind of saying something that we actually discussed at our group tonight about whether some sins are worse than others. And in this sense, Jesus is kind of saying, yeah, there are worse sins than others. There's, there's some that receive greater condemnation. But it's true that any sin can separate us from God. But there are still degrees of sin. So then after that, um, Jesus contrasts this behavior of the scribes and the Pharisees who've been kind of pushing his buttons for the last few days, testing him with all these questions. And he, call, he watches the example of a widow who comes up and gives uh, her last two copper coins uh, in the offering. A poor widow who it's all that she has to give. And the interesting thing here is that this is a sacrifice that she's making. And we've just talked a little bit before about how God wants love over sacrifices. But in this sense, this widow's sacrifice is her love. Her, her, she's giving of all she has to the Lord. Not giving just some portion of wealth uh, and, and a way to look good for other people, but literally giving everything that sustains her to God. And you can only do that out of love. So in a in a interesting kind of juxtaposition to before, this sacrifice of love, God says, is, is um, you know honored by God and and revered by God more than all the big sacrifices made in the temple by the scribes and so forth. Because in their heart of hearts, those sacrifices are done ritualistically, religiously, maybe even a little bit to kind of show off. But in the end, those people making those sacrifices, they walk away from that. They still have food on their tables. They still have houses over their heads. They still have long robes, and they still have places of honor in the synagogue. So um, Jesus is really kind of saying it the most the thing that matters most to god is that wholehearted devotion that wholehearted love and that wholehearted understanding that his messiah who has come is god in the flesh let's pray lord thank you for these passages and for this chance to read your word and to ponder on it as we move ever closer 
to the season of Lent, to your passion and to Good Friday and um, that you reckoned all of our sin to us through your own death and suffering on the cross and that as a promise uh, fulfilled to us that that sacrifice is good for all our sins, you rose again on Easter morning and give us that resurrection as well. I ask that you forgive us of our sins and be with us in all of our days and our weeks and as we go forth in this study. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hope you all have a blessed week.